Well, you kids, you know the deal. 905 on a Monday night. Go for Instagram, go for YouTube, go for Audition, go for the Toronto Beer Podcast with me, Chris Schreier, your host. How you doing, guys? I'm feeling pretty pretty mellow right now. Let's move this microphone a little. It's dominating the, uh, the screen on the YouTube camera. Hmm. <clears throat> Sorry, I just ate a delicious dinner. <clears throat> Still clearing my throat. Clipped the mic there, so that's something. Speaking of clipping, pretty... Yeah, we'll go with that. It's weird, my, my Instagram camera is much darker than my YouTube camera. Anyway, we're fine. Hey, what's up? Monday night. I'm feeling pretty good. Fitness is really coming together, getting used to practicing. Got a bit of a niggle in my right uh, quad. Gonna have to do a little work on that tonight. Cause I got practice tomorrow, kids. Anyway, I had a good practice with the uh, little guys tonight. They were out in force and their usual selves, running and shrieking and having all sorts of fun. So feeling pretty good. But that's not what we're here to talk about. This is not the Toronto Rugby Podcast. It is the Toronto Beer Podcast, because as I like to point out, my drinking team has a rugby problem, so we need to talk about beer. And guys, I got a cracker for you tonight. Uh, I'm trying to think of how best to introduce this one. Uh, I'll just show it to you. If you're watching on the cameras, that might even be a new one to you. It was a new one to me, going to be honest with you. And I'm not even 100% how we're going to pronounce this. Forestis? Forestis? O-R-E-S-T-I-S, I think. And uh, what's this? This is a fooder-aged Czech Pilsner from our friends at the Indy Ale House, uh, which is fantastic, fantastic news. You want to know the best part about this? Do you want to know where I got this? I'll give you a hint. It wasn't from the Indy Ale House directly. It was from farmer's market and actually i didn't get it my wife did but that's a whole nother ball of wax this was purchased at the leslieville farmer's market because now not only can a brewery show up and have a licensed space where you can sit down with your little basket of strawberries and your little uh, uh maybe maybe a little sandwich or a, a very expensive hipster popsicle uh and and have a beer but you can purchase beer to take home with you uh, COVID's had a lot of negative side effects, not least of which include people dying. And I don't want to, you know, make light of that. But I got to tell you, the fact that we can now buy beer from breweries at farmer's markets, amazing. This is good news for everybody. So I would invite you to check out your local farmer's market. Did you know you have one? If you live in southern Ontario in the greater Toronto area, you almost certainly have a farmer's market some day of the week that you can go to purchase farm fresh produce talk often to the people who grew it which is amazing as well as a host of other delightful uh food products coffee check cheese montfort dairy is at a lot of farmers markets or at least they were i haven't been to one since covid gosh i hope they're doing okay what a good cheese maker anyway what was i saying farmers markets full of delicious things go check them out support local that's what we always like i feel like this is the end of the episode i haven't even opened the beer yet well i can remedy that that's the one right there. Oh, ah, I forgot to do the ah. Oh, hey, Jake. Um, 
So yeah, uh, let's talk about this. Let me pour it first. Let's get the uh, the good shot for all the kids, the good kids watching at home. If you're not watching, don't worry. I'm going to describe it to you. This is a yellow beer because it is a Czech Pilsner. Czech style, let's go with. Indie House, not located in the Czech Republic last time I checked, but uh, making delicious beers in the Junction uh, section area of Toronto. What do we got here? Beautiful, golden, yellow. Um, it's not brilliantly clear. It's not hazy by any standards. I mean, I can... Well, more or less see through that. Um, but it's definitely not brilliantly clear. Pilsner's often brilliantly clear. But this one aged... Pardon me, that was a bit of a funny one. Sorry, I was burping and I tried to say age at the same time. Did not work. Bad effort there on my part. Um, fooder. That's an oak vessel. An oak vessel, not a steel vessel. No, 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 no. It's an oak vessel. Uh, this would be interesting to try... Side by side with my beloved, I don't know how to say it, but the old style Pilsner from uh, Godspeed, which actually, now that I say that, I'm not sure if that one is fooder aged, but this one is. Anyway, uh, I was going to look it up, but we don't need to start looking stuff up yet. So, Czech style Pilsner. This is going to have Pilsner malt in it. It's probably going to have Saz hops. Probably not going to have much else. Water, obviously, uh, and, and yeast, clearly. But then it's, it's aged. It's lagered. So it would probably be fermented in a steel fermentation vessel, but then it would be transferred for the lagering phase to a footer, which, as just said, is like a large barrel, like a really big barrel. It's an oak fermentation vessel. Also, it's got built-in pressure release and so on and so forth. They're designed for this, um, so they don't explode. Um, which is dramatic, but not good for the brewery. Uh, this is going to be not a wildly complicated beer, but after uh, rugby practice, it's probably exactly the beer that I need. I'll tell you about a great one I had last week, too. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm, 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 mm. That's really nice. I want another sip. Sip that one a bit faster for you. Hmm. That's actually interesting. Thinking about it, I've ha I had a couple this weekend, but I didn't like chew them apart. This, hey babe, this is delightful. Definitely Pilsner malt sweetness, but it's 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 there, but it's not prevalent, which is as it should be. Czech Pilsners are not particularly sweet. Typically, they're they're snappy and bitter, um, not IPA bitter, but they have an assertive hoppy dryness to them. Hops could be saws, but I'm getting something a little floral off of it. Hmm. Hmm. I'm doing the old smell my hand trick. I'm trying to figure out if I've, if I've confused something here. Smell your own skin. Your arm, your hand. I smell good right now, not gonna lie. Remember last week I stank? Okay, my armpit doesn't smell great, but my arm smells pretty good. And my armpit actually doesn't smell bad. It wasn't a particularly hot day today, so. Mm. I think what I'm getting is a little bit of a yeast characteristic which lagers tend to have very little yeast influence. Um, that's part of why you lager it. So you lose a lot of the yeast characteristic. 
but there's a bit of a, a bread doughy quality. Um, not quite sourdoughy, but it's getting in that direction. And uh, I think that's that little slightly floral. Just. Yeah, I can't quite nail it down what it is I'm getting my nose on there. Slightly unexpected, not quite sulfury, maybe a touch of sulfur. Hmm. But mostly dry, snappy, leafy hop. Nice crisp, sweet uh, Pilsner malt. Clean finish, quick finish, fairly dry, uh, light to medium lightish body, fairly, fairly light, uh, nice carbonation. Uh, it drives some people, myself included, crazy when you refer to a beer as drinkable, but this is a drinkable beer. Beer tends to be liquid. It's drinkable in that you can put it in your mouth and swallow it. Um, but this is a beer that um, the real douchebaggy uh, of us, uh, and that includes me occasionally, would describe it as Moorish, to use a British term, which stupidly just means you would want to have more of it. It's Moorish. That it's not related to the Moors of North Africa. It's just Moorish. Moors? North Africa? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's North Africa. Anyway. Arabian Peninsula? <laughs> okay, we're gonna we're going to Google on this one. <clears throat> Where were the Moors from? The Berbers. North Africa. Yep, good. Good. Well, I haven't completely lost my game yet. Okay, with that little fun aside, why was I? Oh, because it's Moorish. This is a beer that you could drink a lot of. It's refreshing. It, oh, of course. The thing that I'm getting is oak. It's just got a little bit of an oaky, woody quality to it. It's not heavily influenced. That's what I'm getting. It's wood. So dumb. I forgot that it was in a fooder. Mm, 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 mm. Most of the time when you think of what we would call a barrel-aged beer, which technically this is, it's not like a bourbon barrel-aged beer, so it's different. But you tend to think of woody beers. You're thinking of these guys. Like this guy right here. Benevolent Benevolence from our friends over at Rorschach. This is a uh, uh, rye whiskey barrel-aged Imperial Stout. That's what most people are thinking of. This isn't necessarily the beer you want to crush after a rugby practice. This, on the other hand, despite having been oak-aged, is not an, an oaky beer particularly. As noted, I couldn't even quite nail down what I was tasting. It tastes a little bit like wet wood. There might be a hint of sulfur, but that's what I was getting that was like floral, was wet wood. And it's delicious. Um, Despite the fact that this is a bit of a fancy schmancy beer because it was aged in a fooder, this is just a proper Czech Pilsner. You should be drinking in large glasses, cold. Don't let them get warm. Do it responsibly, which is to say sitting down and not having to drive anywhere and not having any major responsibilities for the rest of the day. But drink many. They go, one goes great, four goes amazing. So that's exactly what this kind of beer is. This is a great beer. I like it a lot. Mm. So funny. I think part of it is you almost expect oak to kind of like go oak in your face when you drink it. This one doesn't. It's very subtle. It's very nice. This is a fantastic beer. 
Ooh, I wonder if it's Pilsner, or as we discussed last week, is it Floor Malted Pilsner? Mm-mm-mm. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. I know who could. I bet Jason from Indy could, or Jeff, or any of their crew. Pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. I like this beer a lot. Um, okay, let me have a sip, then we're going to talk about what you're going to... Uh, what you're going to eat while you drink it. Well, I mean, this is kind of making me want a pretzel. Pretzels and Czech Pilsners are like best buddies. Works super well. Get that saltiness, you know, that's important. Bit of juxtaposition. Nice, bready, wheaty quality to the pretzel. Goes good with the Pilsner malt. And the dry, snappy sauce hop cleans everything up, especially you got a little mustard on there. Now we got a little uh, spiciness, a little heat. That's good. Uh, that'd be delightful. Um, didn't use this one for fish and chips on Sunday. I think we used Godspeed, um, just the, the 12, the standard Pilsner. Um, I mean, I wouldn't suggest, if this was the only beer you had, then go ahead and use it. I wouldn't go out of your way to make fish and chips with this, because the oak part of it isn't going to help the fish and chips at all. And in fact, it's going to more or less get lost. Um, but it would be really nice with some fish and chips. And this would be great. Uh, I mean, it, often when you're drinking Czech beer, you're probably having some sort of like a, a meat of some sort of sausage or something like that. That'd be fine if that's your jam. But this is a great beer with cheese. Um, not super complex, the beer, so um, you don't have to work hard to keep up with it, if that makes sense. Hmm. Welcome, Ben Johnson. Um, but, uh, but there's enough going on there. So you could do this with, um, you know, a nice beamster would work well. That'd be fine. But you could also do it with a creamier cheese. Brie might be a little much, although it's certainly got enough um, dryness on the hop to help cut that a bit. Um, but uh, you could play with a lot of different cheeses here, and you'd probably be doing pretty good. Really nice, like a sharp, like pecorino could go really well. I'd like that. That'd be pretty good. So where are you going to get this? Well, like me, get it at a farmer's market. You're going to have to look up which farmer's markets Indie Alehouse is at. But... If you're going to a farmer's market, just go, because I bet there's going to be a brewery there, even if it's not indie. But if you're looking to get this, and what was this again? This was Forestis. Forestis? Forestish? I don't know how to say it. It might be in... Is Czech even a language? I was going to say in Czech. I think that's what they speak in the Czech Republic. I'm not sure. Uh, oh, hey, there's Beer Nabozo. Um... So that's easy if you're going to a farmer's market. Also, obviously, at Indie Ale House uh, in the heart of the junction. Uh, and they are still, as last time I checked, doing delivery. So go on ahead onto their website and place an order and, uh, and get some beers. Also, they're doing um, takeout food. So if you're, I, I mean, I guess they could deliver to me down here on the beach, but that seems insane. If you're in the area, give them a call, order in some food, send some beers with it. You're laughing. That'd be great. Um, never had it myself, but I'm told their fried chicken, which last time I was there with a friend was boneless, which is something he was very pleased with. Uh, heck of a nice dish by all accounts. And comes with uh, their hot sauces, which I haven't looked in a while, but if you recall, I had their hot sauces and love them. They're fantastic hot sauces. So... <clears throat> Sorry, that made me so excited I coughed. 
when you're getting your beer from Indie Elhez, wherever you're getting it, think about getting some of their hot sauces too. It's pretty damn good. Let me have a sip of beer. Uh, you know, it's kind of funny. I, uh, was it this one? Or I'd have to turn off my Instagram machine for a minute. I can't remember. It was either this or it might have been, um, Erica picked up the beers at the, at the, at the farmer's market. I just, can you pick me up a couple of beers, babe? It was Sunday. So I got, uh, I think three of these and, and three instigators. And I did post something on Instagram, but, uh, I guess however the algorithm read it, it, uh, it's been warning me like a couple of times a day. Uh, you know, I get a like on the post and it's like, hey, you got a like on this post. Just a reminder, it looks like paid content. If this is paid content, we have a system in place uh, for you to show that it's an advertisement. And I'm like, not only is it not paid content, I paid for this beer. I'm just being a nice guy. Uh, I paid for this one, too. None of these were free. These were full price beers. Uh, where was I going with that? was, uh, oh yeah, that this isn't an ad. If this were an ad, I would have said, friends, are you like me? Do you like your beer independent? Something like that. I can't remember. That's a joke. That's a funny joke because actually Ben's, I think, still watching. Somebody's watching. Oh, it could be Ben. Um, and a friend of the pod message, they thought they might have heard that Ben had uh, finished out the pod. I, I contacted him right before this. I don't think I'm... I'm 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 stealing a scoop on you here, Ben, because the report is all's well. Ben's podcast will be back. It's kind of sad that like I get to be like, hey, guys, listening to my podcast. Don't worry, that other podcast that you kind of like better. It, it's coming back. Don't worry. You have to put up with me for a while yet, but he's coming back. So don't worry. Don't worry. Ben's coming back. He says he's booked some guests. He's just a new dad and he's tired all the time. The poor guy. I feel that. Uh. He also has a pool, so that's nice. He should be relaxing in a pool ring. Here's your 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 uh, your new your new take, Ben. Um, make sure you have a very modern iPhone, like I think the 10 and the 11 and the SE, uh, all waterproof. You can do any of your meetings from a pool ring. Just turn off your video, and uh, make sure that if you have one of those little robotic cleaner guys, it's not running because they make a lot of noise. Also, no shrieking children. That would be a dead giveaway. Dead giveaway. Um, did anyone get that reference? Dead giveaway? Hmm. Um, where was I going with all this? I can't even remember. Uh, that this is not an advertisement for Indie Alehouse. It is. It's just not a typical advertisement. Uh, Indie Alehouse advertisement in that they didn't pay anything for it and uh, I didn't get anything for it. So it's more of a... I'm just sharing the love. Just sharing the love. I, they, that's what Instagram needs. They need a button so they can go, hey, we've warned you about this so many times and I can go, guys, it's cool. It's cool. I'm just sharing the love. I don't even have a check mark. What are they worried about? Anyway. I've, I've got totally discombobulated with all this. I'm going to have a drink of beer. Mmm. A very good drink of beer. We've talked about food. We've talked about where you get this. What are we going to talk about now? We're going to talk about what's going on. And I got a hot take for you. But I need another sip of beer, because why not? Mm, 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 mm. Here's my hot take for you. Nothing's going on because we still aren't open yet. But we move to step three on Thursday. What does that mean? Some indoor dining. Can I counsel you something? 
as exciting as that is, if it means you can go to a restaurant or a bar that you otherwise could not go to, then great. Be safe, wear your mask when you're supposed to, adhere to all their rules, remember they're out of practice, all the usual warnings we gave you when patios reopened a couple of times, but certainly the most recent time. But if it's a place that has an outdoor patio, you're way safer outside. So as appealing as the concept of eating indoors might be, if it's not pouring down with rain, and if the establishment has the option for outdoor seating, stick to the outdoor seating. I know we're all feeling really good right now, but case numbers in the US and the UK are both going up right now, and we normally, as far as this pandemic goes, follow their patterns roughly uh, proportionate to our populations uh, by like four to six weeks. So it could be that by August we are seeing case numbers going up. Now, we have a very good vaccination uptake. It's not perfect. Uh, so fingers crossed, we're a different case now. We're OK. But in the interim, keep being safe. If you can eat and drink outside at your favorite establishment, eat and drink outside. Indie Ale House has a massive patio at the front of their place. Go make use of it. Go to the junction. Have fun. Maybe go to a farmer's market in the area and then go over to Indie Ale House. Why not? You could do it. Whatever you do, please try and support locals, as we always say. Be safe, you know. Follow the usual rules. Beer Nabozo points out UK used almost exclusively AstraZeneca. That's true. Um... And we do know that AZ doesn't look super useful against Delta. Like, it's good, but it's not great. But in both places, actually, it's like high 90s percent of the people who are now getting infected either have one or no doses of vaccine at all um, because vaccine uptake stalled. You know, you kind of we hit the low hanging fruit. And uh, then when it got difficult, it turned out nobody really had a plan for how to appeal to difficult people. Um, and they were kind of just hoping they would be different and they weren't so now they're sick and especially in the uk they're actually starting to worry about um uh um help me out here not er icu beds they call them something different there uh but they're starting to worry about icu bed availability because so many people are taking them up and while it's fine to say well i'm double dosed and as of this thursday i'll be two weeks clear double dosed so i'm fine ostensibly my first one was AZ. My second one was Moderna. Um, here's the problem. If all the ICU beds are full and I get absolutely annihilated one night at rugby and I break my neck, God forbid, there won't be an ICU bed to treat me. So even though I'm fine for COVID, if they're full of COVID people, I still get screwed. So please be safe. Don't take up ICU beds unnecessarily. Get your vaccines. Act safe. If you think Delta's bad, have you heard about Lambda? I said that and somebody said, why did they choose that word? And I said, because it was the they're just following the alphabet. And they said, what alphabet? And I said, the Greek alphabet. And they said, oh, how does it go? And I said, well, you know, I had to look this up, but it goes alpha, beta, gamma, delta, epsilon, lambda. And then I'm out. It might be mu next, but I'm not sure. I didn't go to a fraternity, so I didn't have to learn this stupid, useless stuff. Anyway. It's something to be worried about. In the meantime, please support, support, support. If you still have income, if you have money, go out and spend it. Gosh, we need you to get that money back in the community. But let's do it safely. Make use of patios. 
obey all the rules, wear your mask when you're supposed to. If they ask you to use the hand sanitizer, use the hand sanitizer, the hanitizer, as we like to call it in this household. But just please keep following the rules. It looks like we're getting out of this. Let's not ruin it. That's all I'm saying. So that's the good news. Uh, I said that as if I now have bad news. Here's the bad news. We're doomed. There's another virus coming. We don't know when. But we can deal with that when we get there. The really good news is developing an mRNA vaccine as quickly as we did has shown real promise for a whole host of other things that we treat that we can now treat more effectively. So woohoo! Also, go Canada. Also, oh, a little sketchy because the scientist who helped develop that in Canada was like banned from the lab and there's a whole big deal, but it might just be racism because she's Chinese and we get really scared about Chinese people, I don't know, stealing stuff. Maybe she was, maybe she wasn't. I think a lot of the reaction is, whoa, Chinese person talking to parts of China must be a spy. Racism. Terrible. Anyway, uh, go Canada. We helped with the mRNA. That's all I'm saying. Same person, incidentally, also helped with a, uh, the, uh, the bad one, Ebola vaccine. So even if she was stealing stuff, she seems to have done a lot of good work with it. I say let her run. There's my hot, very politically incorrect take. Anyway, uh, have another sip of beer. Mm-mm-mm. What else is happening? I don't know, nothing. Uh, I need a sparkle puff, according to Beer Nabozo. Don't even know what that is. Uh, Lions Rugby's on. I know it's not the rugby podcast, but you knew I was going to have to bring it up. They're playing great. Man, Josh Adams cannot stop scoring tries. That guy is a machine. It's ridiculous. He, like, he scores tries and it doesn't even look like he's trying to. It's like he just kind of ends up with it and is like, oh, well, I guess I'll just put this down here, there. All right, five more points. Pat myself on the back. That guy is a machine. Um, what else is going on? Well, they just called up... Um, an amazing moment from sport this week. Uh, Marcus Smith, uh, starting 10 for Harlequins, who just won the Gallagher Premiership. Not least because of a significant... Uh, uh, um, what's the word here? He was a significant part of it, is what I'm trying to say. Your 10 always will be, if you don't know rugby. It's not quite your quarterback. Most people think of the scrum half like that, but the 10 is pretty much just as important. Uh, anyway... He was playing for England this past weekend against Canada, throttling us, of course. Uh, but uh, while he was on the field in the game, the Lions announced that he was being called up to play for the Lions, which is like the biggest honor a, uh, a, a, a citizen of the UK or a qualified player for the UK can get. It's, it's the elite. It's as high as you can get. Um, and so, like, nobody, well, not nobody, Joe Marler said no, but basically nobody says no to being a Lion. So he is out there on the field playing in a game of rugby, and word comes through that he's going to get called up, but he has no way to know that because he's on a rugby field, and nobody can tell him that. And so the news had to get to the, the English team's management to get the word to their manager... Uh, to get him to get Smith off the field before he gets hurt. Because if he were to get hurt after 
just getting called up, it would be like the worst tragedy in the world. So they did. They managed to pull him off around the 60th minute. And then adorably, normally when you're substituted off in rugby, you slap a couple of hands, maybe a little hug. Not so much in COVID, although they're in a bubble, so they get to do that. Um, then you put on a mask. They normally put on a training coat and sit down and, you know, have a water or whatever. Some of the guys like a little bit of Haribo, the, uh, the gummy bears. Um, but he was immediately taken off the pitch down the tunnel, which is normally a bad sign. He would be wondering, he would be thinking, did I do a drug test in the past few days? Because if you fail a drug test, that can happen. You'll get whisked out and talked to. Hopefully he wasn't worrying because similarly, if there's like a family emergency, the same sort of thing would happen. You get whisked off and then sat down and somebody says, I'm terribly sorry, but... But he wouldn't have known exactly what was happening, but he got into the tunnel and uh, one of the management said, uh, sorry, uh, but you've been called up to the Lions. You need to get ready because you'll be leaving this stadium to go home and pack a suitcase. Like you'll be driven home to pack a suitcase and that driver will then take you to Heathrow to get on a plane to South Africa right now. Like this is they, they might have even been like digitally. This is your plane ticket. You need to be at Heathrow at this time. Go home and get packed and get the hell out of here. He actually did stay for the end of the game. So it wasn't that tight a timeline. But what an amazing experience to be playing in a game of rugby, get substituted off unexpectedly because he was playing strong. He was he's in great shape. He didn't need to come off. Be thinking, why have they just substituted me off? Maybe maybe they want to get the other guy some experience against a team like Canada that we can really beat up. But actually what it was was to say, no, congratulations. Finn Russell's injured. You're going to South Africa, kid. Dream come true. Man, I'm, I've, I've literally got chills right now just thinking about this. Amazing. What a moment. I was watching it live. The best part was the news broke. And so I knew and the announcers knew and a bunch of people in the stands probably knew, but nobody on the pitch knew. And so you're waiting and you're like, when is he going to find out? How's it going to go? And, and then, of course, and it was funny because they substituted him off. And of course, then play restarts and they didn't even try and cover it. They just had a camera down the tunnel trying to see him get that moment of getting told you're going to South Africa. Oh, what an amazing story. Anyway, congratulations. Uh, that's a that's a major uh, boon. Very young player, not the youngest on the tour. That's Louis Rezemet, but still a very big nod for a very good young 10 uh, who deserves it but on form, on his team's form, and, uh, and just as a, a bright, shining light as the future for both English and uh, British and Irish Lions rugby. So congratulations. Uh, that's it. I got to go. It's, 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 we've been a half hour. It's getting late. Uh, once again... Forestus from Indie Ale House. Uh, pick this up at Indie Ale House. Order it online for delivery. Order it with food to be delivered to your house. Or pick it up at a farmer's market because Doug Ford doesn't do many things right. In fact, I would argue he does most things wrong. But letting us sell beer at farmer's markets, that gets a big two thumbs up from me, Dougie. Nice work, buddy. Especially for a guy who doesn't drink. Who knew? Anyway, uh, that's what we got. Back next Monday, might have a guest, might have a guest, might have a guest who's listening right now, but I'm not saying too much, gotta talk, uh, but may, might have a guest, might not, might just drink some beers. Once again, somebody did reach out and message me about something I should try, 
but it was going to be more challenged to get that beer than I wanted, so I didn't do it. So if if that's you, you know who you are. I won't out you right now, but apologies for that. Maybe down the line. Uh, otherwise, fire me messages again, especially for easy to get beers. Uh, happy, happy to give them a whirl and uh, yeah, see what we see. Anyway, you know the drill. Take care of yourself. Take care of each other out there. It's getting nice out. It's uh, it's uh, good patio weather. Well, no, it's meant to piss down rain for the rest of the week. But anyway, aside from all that rain, it's meant to be great patio weather. So get out there and enjoy it. And I'll talk at you in one week. Bye.